This is Angelina, and you're listening to On My Mind Podcast. Hello, listeners of On My Mind Podcast, and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is going to be the first one in the Candid College Chats mini-series, where I interview students in their last year of school about their university journey and their thoughts on it. I hope you enjoy. So I am here with my first guest, my dear friend, Mega. And so, yeah, Mega, do you want to introduce yourself a little bit? Okay. Um, I'm just going to say my name again. I'm Mega. Um, I go to HKIS. I'm in 12th grade. And for you, that, for you, those of you that don't know HKIS, it's Hong Kong International School. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's kind of. Yeah, great. And then because obviously this episode is going to be centered about, you know, college, the pressures of getting into it, the process itself, the admissions process, you know, and I want this to be something where students who are going through the same thing as us can, can relate to, as well as being helpful and, you know, giving some tips to students who are going to apply in the future. Um, So just for reference, what unis are you applying to? Um, I'm applying, okay, so my school has like a strict cutoff. We have 10 schools that we're allowed to like apply to, like that's the maximum amount. Mm-hmm. I'm only going to apply to um, eight. They're okay. all in the U.S. because um, first I go, to an Amer- I go to an American school. So it's just, it's easier for an American student to apply to an American school mm. compared to like if I was applying to the UK where it'd just be like a bunch of other exams that I would need to take in order to, you know, qualify. Yeah. Even like for the minimum requirements. So I'm applying to like one IV because I just, I didn't want to like fill up my schools uh, with like just reach schools. So I have, and um, I have Brown, NYU, Boston University, Boston College. Um, And then I have like American University and then a few other ones in like Massachusetts area. Yeah. Great. Yeah. No, thanks. That's a really helpful overview to kind of give some context. And then also, do you know what major you're planning on taking? Well, um, I was thinking of going into law, but unfortunately I can't take law undergrad. So I'm probably going to be like a political science major. But um, like, I'm also thinking of taking business because I'm kind of interested in the marketing field. So the open curriculum is kind of going to help me out there. Yeah, yeah so it's between. Sure. No, and it's, it's definitely, that's the one helpful mm-hmm. thing about the US is that you don't have to settle down on one thing. You can yeah. you have some freedom with open curriculum um, to, to first see what interests you. And then you don't have to declare a major until the second year. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a nice, that's a nice thing. Cause it's, it's very flexible. Whereas, I mean, just for a little bit of context, like I'm applying to the U S and the UK. So I kind of get an insight into both worlds and the UK is completely different because there you have to know exactly what you want to do and you have to be very specific about it. And you have to be, well, I mean, you don't have to be, but <laughs> they expect you to be somewhat passionate about it and like it and be able to justify why you want to go into that. So there's definitely very little breathing space there, um, which is something yeah, that I, I appreciate. Yeah. 
No, and I also kind of feel like your entire course list, list needs to be like catered towards what you're going into for the UK. And that was kind of like one of the biggest problems for me because like the US enjoys a variety of extracurriculars and a variety yeah. of things. I'm in like the boxing club, but I'm also in like MUN. So it's like, yeah. I can't write about half the extracurriculars that I'm doing because it has nothing to do with what I'm going into. Yeah, no, I know that's yeah. something super unfortunate about UK schools. I find is that um, at least if you're go- looking at the more competitive ones, um, mm-hmm. Oxbridge and, you know, a lot of mm-hmm. the London unis, they really don't care about your extra extracurriculars unless they're related to what you want to study. And so I'm out here playing like four hours of tennis, but they don't really care. Right. Cause it doesn't relate to, to, to what I'm doing. So it's a little bit unfortunate. Whereas I feel like the U S is appreciative of your diverse kind of interests there. They care more of whether you do sports, for example, um, which is something that I, that I do appreciate for sure. On the other hand, you can also talk about the whole downside to the extracurriculars in the sense that I feel like everyone's now starting something. uh, And a lot of times it's for college. Like, let's be real. I feel like obviously it it starts off with often a passion for something, but I will say something that keeps a lot of students going is the knowledge that this extracurricular could help them get into college. Yeah. And it gets competitive too. I mean, for all we have over like a hundred something clubs now and for seven of them, it's yeah. the same leader. It's the exactly. same leader for seven of them. And I'm like, oh. And I think that's also specifically at HKIS. I feel like that's, I don't know. Like, obviously, on one hand, it's great. Like, you have a lot of super dedicated, interested students, which I think is awesome. But on the other hand, I think you run the danger of starting clubs and whatnot just for the sake of it. And then a lot of them maybe are up and running for a year, maybe two, but then they die because the leader has graduated and then there's no one else to to take over. And so our school um, has actually placed some strict restrictions on the amount of clubs that exist. And so it's almost impossible to just start a new club. Like they have a very specific overview of each club that exists and they they would rather have I guess quality over quantity yeah I mean for our school it's kind of different like if you have like there'll be very similar clubs like we'll have we have a cooking club but we also have a baking club so it's like it yeah our school does not put restrictions on anything because their motto is that oh if you think you have a specialized interest then you're allowed to you know Mm. make a club out of it or something like that but half the time it's just branching of the main clubs that have been in our school for a very long time and so I mean I think authentic nature of the club goes away because you're not doing it to start a club anymore you're doing it because of college yeah and then especially because I honestly, like we, we always think that, oh, I have to start something new, but in my opinion, actually taking something that already exists and then making it better. So, you know, going into an existing club and then actually looking at ways to make it more innovative, adding new initiatives to that club, in my opinion, actually can do more and has some more impact than just trying to start something new that Mm -hmm. if you don't, unless you really put all of your energy into it, it's difficult to really grow it and make it successful. Yeah. Um, so anyway, no, really interesting little like tangent about clubs and stuff. 
Um, but actually, uh, circling back to like university, um, I wanted to ask you, how did you choose the schools that you mentioned earlier? Like what were the main factors that you took into consideration? Okay, I'm not going to lie. Be honest, be honest. <laughs> there is that factor of ranking, I guess. Yes, like, oh, definitely. the first thing I did when I was looking at schools is search up best schools in the East Coast, <laughs> to yeah. be very honest. Yeah. Um, How but, we all, though? I feel like that's something that, yeah. It's like I've been working, like, on my GPA for the entirety of high school. Like, I'd want to go to some 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 place that's really known. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But as I started to go more into the college process, I realized there's a lot of other factors to consider, like yeah. programs and things, like environment, student life, like what they value in student life, things like that, what they value yeah. in a student that they're admitting, things like that. So yeah. it, after I started narrowing things down, I think one thing you'll notice out of my list is that a lot of the schools are in Boston. Mm-hmm. Um, I did that because like was a big factor. Yeah, for like you. location was a huge factor for me because I'm used to the Boston area. This is going to be my first time living outside of Hong Kong, and so I wanted it to be in a place which I kind of knew because I go back for summers because my cousins live there. Like at least one part of my cousins live there. Yeah. So and my dad has like work there anyways. So. I mean, I'm comfortable with the area and the environment. Yeah. So I wanted to go to a place that wouldn't be in like a complete culture shock. So yeah. That's why location has a really big interest for me. Yeah. No, that and makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think another factor was um, programs because yeah. I wanted some schools I've noticed they say they're an open curriculum, but you can't intermix within colleges. Mm. So um like the problem here is that like my fields that I'm going into are complete in in different colleges one of them are usually in like the business administration part and then the other ones in like humanities and social science yeah I pick schools that would have intermixing between colleges and you're allowed to take courses like that Mm. So I think those two were like the biggest factors for me. And plus like international diversity, because I come from an international background. Yeah, And that's what I've heard a lot also about U.S. schools is that often if you are an international student, it's easier for you to integrate with the international community. And so if it's very small, that might be a factor to take into consideration. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, you're your list of factors is is really similar to mine I would say like definitely location obviously yes reputation undoubtedly will play a factor into it like I think I would recommend for for students who are starting to do research I would probably recommend to first obviously look at the big names right because you're you're aware of those you know about those you've heard about them but also like take a look at some of the names that you maybe you haven't heard that much of And if you're a U.S. student, that might be different. But for example, like I'm applying to Pomona and Wesleyan, which are two schools that I had heard very little about. And once I did more research into them, I, yeah, no, like they became a lot more interesting to me. And I think the main reason that I heard about those schools was through attending college talks on on Zoom, which are now being offered constantly. And actually, I think I get a lot of like promotional emails from schools trying to, yeah, advertise their their college talks and whatnot. So attending those is useful to a certain extent, I would say. 
sometimes they'll honestly just repeat information that you've heard before and it's not very school specific, but if it is more school specific, that can be really helpful. And that's how, for example, like I heard about Pomona. Um, so yeah, location program, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm interested in going into public policy and there's actually not that many schools that offer it. So although I didn't restrict myself to schools, to only schools that offer public policy, that was a, a big factor I took into consideration. Something now that I want to talk about is the more, like I guess the mental health side of it, because undoubtedly we're living in an environment or living in an environment like Hong Kong gives us a very specific outlook on a, on college admissions because this is a hyper competitive environment and so at least for me i've i've felt the competition and i felt the pressure and so i wonder i'm wondering how has that has that impacted you i feel like i'm kind of at an advantage in the pressure side cuz hkis the thing that they do well is they give you college advisors that you meet with very regularly. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get that sense of, oh no, I'm behind my due date. Oh no, I have so much, like, I don't know what my final list of colleges is yet because you're actually like, you're literally guided throughout the entire process. So it's like, you'll feel the pressure, but you won't feel it to the extent that maybe other people are feeling it around you. And um, the thing with me is that I can feel the competition, but it's like, I have this thing where I like deter it. I'm like, I'm just going to my shell. You do you and I'll do me for a second. Let's not even talk about this. And I mean, yeah, for me, it's just, I think like a good support group within your friends is one thing. And I've noticed one thing with the competition is that your friends might be your competitors as well. And that's why you and sometimes it's even your friends that are your biggest competition. Exactly. And yeah. sometimes like what happens is you don't tell your friends where you're EDing because you think your chances are going to go down. I've noticed that a lot in my oh, school really? at least. Wow. Yeah. That's how bad the competition is. Yeah. Like, but it's like little subtle things that show right. it, but you won't expect to see it. Like there, there, I've seen friends that have not been telling each other like exactly which colleges they're applying to, just which coast they're applying that's to. Insane. I'm like, that's that's a lot that's that's yeah. a lot you know and but I, I think say, yeah and I would say I think I want to be transparent with my friends because I feel like they're they're very supportive of me and I don't I don't feel like obviously yes there is a little bit of competition but it's nothing it's not to the point where it becomes unhealthy but mm-hmm. I've what I've noticed is that it's so easy to to go into that conversation with your friends about college and have that conversation literally every day. And it's like, that's becomes at some point the only focus point. Yeah. And so what I've tried doing is with, yeah, like with some of my friend groups, like, you know, with you, for example, I try and not talk about college and university too much. Yeah. And I feel like it's helpful to just have maybe, you know, a certain group of friends that you, that you almost obviously you can still tell them stuff but where you just talk about it less you know and it it just doesn't become a focus point like you have your in school crowd and then you have your out of school school crowd crowd. when you're inside of school you'd much rather be talking about college because you're in that like environment right you're with your friends outside of school which you're with me because we don't go to the same school yeah it's like you'd rather spend your time focusing on something else that keeps 
kind off of it. I completely understand. And it it really, I think that's one of the things that's helped me is honestly, sometimes just not talking about it. Cause I feel like it's always there. It's always around you, especially now during this time where we're really getting close to actually submitting our things or actually have submitted it. Um, it's, it's important to honestly just sometimes shut it out, turn it down. Yeah. And I mean, this is kind of a segue into my next question. It's like, do you have any specific coping, coping mechanisms that you use when you are really stressed or when you're feeling that pressure to, you know, get good grades, get, get into a certain school? This is really bad advice. Honestly, (laughs) what I'm about to say, I'm a huge procrastinator. I'm just kidding. And I feel like procrastinating really helps me. I, this is just a me thing like this is such bad advice please do your work but <laughs> it helps me because I feel like for me night is like super like quiet times I know nobody else is awake and it's just me so I just feel at peace do you know what I mean and I feel like I I'm just the pressure feels like it's been lifted when I know I'm like one of the only people awake in the house, in the house. I don't know what it is, like what phenomenon that is, but it's true. Mm -hmm. I feel like talking to your friends is really important too. Like as much as like you might, they might see you as competition, you might see them as competition. Yeah. It's it's important to set aside your ambitions for a second and just be someone's friend or Mm -hmm. someone your friend. Totally. Like for a second. Yeah. Just talk to your friends. I think not talking about it really does help it does but but like one thing with that is like once you feel that pressure relieved just do your work for five minutes I guarantee you'll keep doing it for another five hours it's like one of those that's a good one always remember that starting is the hardest part like for me I remember starting starting my common app essay Mm-hmm. was so difficult but then yeah. actually once I wrote it it, it it felt so much easier once you really get into that mindset and also um going back to your earlier point how you say that when you work at night you feel you know you feel productive you feel more calm at ease and yeah. I think for me that applies to the morning Mm-hmm. because I I'm more of a morning person and I feel like in the morning I definitely am more productive and so mm-hmm. I think to generalize that a little bit it's like finding a time when you are at your most productive or at least you feel calm so whether that's late into the night whether that's morning whether that's after lunch I don't know but finding a time that you know that you that you're productive I feel like is is quite a helpful thing and this is also a good segue into the next question. Um, do you have any tips for students that are applying in the coming years, whether that's next year, whether that's in two years? Obviously, we haven't finished our the process yet. We're still in the process of applying, but I feel like we've, yeah, gathered a little bit of experience throughout the research phases. So, yeah. I think for me, the biggest thing is please do your research about schools, because mm-hmm. like, and be sure to know where, like for me, at least I'm speaking up, up, like about American students in general, know where your GPA is. Don't be worried about it, but know which ones is, which schools are going to be considered reach safety and target schools. It's really important that you don't have more reach schools than safety schools and things like that, or more likely schools. You need to have like a good balance of all of them and yeah. research best way to find out like you would think that an acceptance rate alone is going to tell you so much it's not true yeah because u.s colleges within the school also affect 
like the major you're getting in with also affects your admission decision like for acceptance yeah. decision definitely so and I think yeah yeah I totally agree I also think um so I've I, I'm sure like some people listening to this I've watched a lot of college decision reaction videos because they're mm-hmm. you know they're entertaining and what I notice with a lot of them is people will be applying to 15 20 25 schools and to me that's insane because that seems like yeah. so much work and then for half of the schools that they get into they're like oh yay but I'm not even going to go there yeah. so I don't know in my mind I just think I I guess this is a personal thing but I would rather do my research and invest my time into researching and then apply to fewer schools. But yeah. like you say, make an informed decision. So have some safety, some, some uh, target and then some reach, mm-hmm. but actually be happy about, or at least be excited yeah. about every one of those schools, because even if you only get into your safety, for example, yeah. you still would be happy going there. And I think that's probably the hardest part is finding a safety school. Yeah. The hardest part is finding a safety school that you'd actually be willing to go to and where, you know, you'd be happy. And, but, and, but I think once you find that school, it takes off a lot of pressure because you know, that worse comes to worse and you only get in your safety school. It's actually not that bad because you like your school. Um, and yeah. And like, I feel like doing your research on Reddit is really fun. I do that a lot because you get good opinions because you'll, right. you'll be getting opinions from students. You'll be getting opinions from people who applied. Yeah. It's, it's, it's underrated, but it's, it's a good place to do your research. No, honestly. I, I honestly, I, I think that's a really good tip because obviously like school websites, they give you the, the most, like the formal information, right? They, they give you, they tell you about the different majors they offer some of the, a bit of about the student life, but then the actual I guess like advice has probably going to be the most helpful can be found on those student sites. Also, um, I've used niche a lot. I've used niche too. Yeah. Yeah. Really helpful. I think, I think they only exist for us schools though, but, um, but Reddit is like completely unsolicited, unsolicited advice. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Be wary of of what you find on Reddit. That's, that's maybe, but no, but it's such a good place because you're getting real stuff. You know what I mean? You're really getting, you're getting down to the core of what the school is actually like. Yeah. Although I have heard, I have heard people being like, oh, I read this on Reddit, so I'm not going to apply, which I don't know how wise that is because yeah, like, I feel like take it with a grain of salt. You know what I mean? Like let it make your actual decision. Just help, let it help you get an idea. Yeah, exactly. I don't think you should be basing your decision off of simply what you read on Reddit. I don't think that's a very informed decision. And I think one of the most important things also is, is talking to students who go there. Like that's, if you, if you can get that, that's really helpful. So either, I don't know if you have connections or a lot of the schools also actually, I think if you go on their websites or whatnot, they offer student talks so that you can just talk to a student that goes to that school. And I feel like that's honestly one of the most helpful things that you can do. Consider schools that you wouldn't usually apply to. Like for me, I found one of my favorite safety schools through doing that. Like one of my safety schools is in Paris and it's like, it's an awesome like school after I got to do my research. But when I first heard about it, I was like, what is this? No. <laughs> so 
So yeah, it's like actually do your research on these types of schools that you wouldn't see your you wouldn't like first see yourself going to them because you just hear about it and you're like, oh, whatever. But actually do your research, just like listen in on what it actually is and you might actually find yourself applying to it. I like that a lot. Yeah. And out of curiosity, how did you come across that school? Oh, um, I think the first time I saw it on someone's Instagram bio and I was like, oh, what school is this? And so I searched it up and I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> whatever. See, and okay, then, that's interesting because sometimes yeah, you do find some of the more lesser known schools in very sometimes random yeah. ways. So Yeah, and then, and then I just like went back and I was like, okay, I need a good safety school. Like, where would I be happy? Mm. And then- Paris. <laughs> I, mean, I was like, you know what? Like I was going to apply, like I kind of wanted to go to Europe anyways. And instead of doing studies abroad, I could just study there. So I was like, okay, what do I know in Paris that would have like, you know, an American type thing. So I saw American University of yeah. Paris again. That's the school. And so, yeah. And then I just did my research on it. Like the campus is amazing. The people are amazing. And it's just, it's, it's a good place to go, I guess. Great. And it has everything. Yeah. 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 All right. I think I'm going to wrap up the discussion here. This was super interesting. Um, Thank you for talking to me. And obviously I wish you all the best on your college university journey. Thank you. Same goes for you. Obviously I know you just got yours in recently. Yeah, I did just hand in my, (laughs) my UK application, which I'm very excited about. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the mini series. I hope it was informative and interesting in some ways and make sure to stay tuned for the next one.